Have you ever noticed how something as simple as a shift in perspective can have a rather significant impact on how you go about your day or the decisions you make? Perspective can erase or remove prior judgments. It can also create new ones. It can make the impossible seem possible and vice versa. Perspective shifts can alter the course of your day or week or even your life. Today I want to talk to you about how you can use perspective to improve your mood, get through something tough or overwhelming, and I'll even show you how to use perspective to help you do something you may not really want to be doing even though it needs to get done. Can you say hello to-do list? Or better yet, how about taxes? Tax season is quickly approaching and having an extra tool in your toolbox for tackling those dreaded taxes might just come in handy. Hello and welcome. My name is Jen Stickney and I'm the host of the Simply Authentic podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or tuning in for the first time, I appreciate you sharing your time with me today. I created this podcast as a way to share tips, lessons, ideas, and experiences that I've had around creating a life full of prosperity. I believe that we all have the ability to create the life that we desire. What that means or what that life ultimately looks like is different for each of us. So it's my hope that this podcast may provide a different perspective or something to ponder from time to time. If you like what you hear on the Simply Authentic podcast, then I ask that you share it with others so that they too may be empowered to create the life that they desire, filled with abundance and prosperity. So thanks again for taking the time to join me today. Lydia Singleton, the spiritual leader at Unity Church of Appleton, once described our belief system as having three layers, or bubbles if you will. I'm not sure if she learned this somewhere or if she came up with it on her own, but I love sharing it to help demonstrate the power that simple shifts in our perspective can have. So imagine for a moment that you're surrounded by a bubble. You can envision this bubble as large as you want, or you can imagine it close to your body. Whatever feels right is perfect for you. The only rule here is that you do your best to resist your inner child's desire to pop it, at least until we're done with this exercise. So now that you're surrounded by a bubble, imagine another bubble outside of that. And finally, imagine a third bubble surrounding you and your other two bubbles. Are you with me? Are you picturing yourself encompassed by a total of three bubbles? According to Lydia, the first layer of our belief system is contained within the innermost bubble that directly surrounds us. This bubble contains our core beliefs, the things we deem possible. The second layer, just beyond that first bubble, contains our adjacent possible beliefs. These are the things that we see as potentially possible, but we aren't quite ready to accept them as fully possible. The outermost bubble contains our adjacent, not possible beliefs. These are the things that are currently out of our reach to believe. We simply don't have the capacity to believe them and possibly never will. We might, but right now they're just too far out there to even fathom. As we go through our lives, the beliefs that we hold within the innermost possible layer shift and change based on our perspective. Something that's currently in your adjacent possible or your second bubble layer can easily become part of your possible layer or part of your adjacent not possible layer. Beliefs we have in our innermost bubble can also move out to the outermost layer as our perspective shifts. Our life experiences, discussions with others, and any information with which we come into contact can create a shift in perspective and move something from one of our layers of belief to another. 
But what I want to share with you is that we don't just have to wait for this to happen. We can take some steps to create our own shifts in perspective to help us get where we want to be or to do things that we need to do. I was listening to Wayne Dyer earlier this week, and he said something that made me pause to write it down. Well, he said a few things that I jotted down, but one thing in particular is relevant to what we're talking about today. He said, or rather he quoted the Bible when he, say, when he stated, As you think, so shall you be. As you think, so shall you be. Not, you are because you think, but as you think, so shall you be. You create your life based on your thoughts and what you believe to be true. Now, I know that I've mentioned that the ego is not something we want to listen to, but the ego is the one that creates our core belief systems. So you can interject with your own shifts in perspective to make things happen. If you hold on to those shifts in perspective long enough, they become part of your inner bubble of core beliefs, rather than an idea flittering lightly between your possible and adjacent possible beliefs. Does that make sense? Let me share an example with you. My 14-year-old seems to suffer from anxiety. We aren't sure where this comes from, but I talk to her regularly about how she has a choice as to the thoughts she wants to focus on in her mind. A lot of the self-talk in her head is negative, and I talk with her regularly about making the choice to change that. On her own, she has started developing a system to combat her thoughts and even her body's physical reactions to her thoughts. She's always been one to pick at her food. Somewhere in her life, she developed a belief that eating will make her not feel well. She's not anorexic, she eats and she's healthy, but she would often take about a quarter to a half of the serving that anyone else at the table would take. She just couldn't stomach more food than that at a time without feeling really ill. One day, a couple months back, she decided that she was going to tell herself that the uncomfortable feeling in her stomach wasn't anxiety at all. Instead, it was her excitement over the meal. Shortly after that, she sat down and ate a full plate of food and even went back for seconds on some of the items. She was ecstatic for having had such a breakthrough. Because she believed she could control her own thoughts and her body's response, it became part of her innermost possible bubble of belief. All she did was shift her perspective. She tricked her ego or her mind into believing something else simply by stating it and believing it was possible to do. Once finding success on her own, she has been able to repeat the process in other areas. So she used to complain about her leg or her hip or her wrist hurting. She's had injuries in the past and these just seem to never go away. And I reminded her that if she keeps expecting them to hurt, that they will continue to give her exactly what she's expecting. I don't think I've heard her mention her wrist, hip, or knee at all in the last four weeks now. She has chosen to change the way she thinks about them. Now, this doesn't mean that she always succeeds in winning over the perspective and beliefs that she wants to have. She still forgets sometimes. But the pattern is shifting, and with each successful implementation of her self-created thought system, she makes those new perspectives a bigger and bigger part of her reality, part of her core beliefs. We all have the ability to shift our own perspective. We can choose to be miserable, or to struggle, or we can choose to look at things from a different perspective. We can make life fun whenever we want to. This isn't always easy, and certain circumstances simply won't be conducive to a perspective shift. 
But each time we do it and succeed at it, we will start looking for more opportunities to create a new perspective that feels better. Earlier this week, a colleague of mine shared how she managed to get her business books all wrapped up and ready for taxes. Mind you, she normally dreads this task and drags her feet in getting it done. Sound familiar? I don't particularly enjoy taxes either. They aren't fun for anyone. Well, or maybe they are. Would an accountant be an accountant if they didn't find some kind of enjoyment out of it all? So the possibility to like taxes must exist. Realizing this, my colleague simply said to herself, what if I believed that I loved doing taxes? She started pondering it some more. What if I told myself that I loved tax time because it felt good to close out the year and be able to move on to the new year fresh and ready to go? She shifted her perspective and pretended that she loved doing her taxes. She imagined how she would feel if she loved taxes. She imagined what her expression would look like or the, how the energy might feel if she loved taxes. And to make sure she didn't revert back to a previous belief, she gave herself a deadline or a maximum amount of time that she'd work on her taxes that day. She gave herself the next couple of hours until noon to work on them. After that time was was up, she decided she would take a break and go do something fun for a while as a reward. That meant working on a sewing project for her. And before I tell you what happened, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. To shift our perspective, we don't actually have to fully believe the new perspective. It's true. It can be helpful if the new perspective resides in your adjacent possible bubble, but we don't actually have to 100% believe the new perspective. We only need to pretend that we do. Our ego or mind can't tell the difference between pretending to believe something and actually believing something. So do you think you can guess what happened for my colleague when she chose to make this shift in perspective about her taxes? She was able to fly through the taxes, and it was actually fun for her. But she didn't just fly through them. She finished them by the time her deadline rolled around. How cool is that? It felt amazing, and she was able to fully enjoy her reward. How good are you at your acting skills? Remember, you only have to convince your ego, not a room full of people. If you pretend to fully believe your shifted perspective, your mind or ego will follow suit. And the more you do it, the more solid that belief becomes. She didn't dread the task of doing her taxes once she had chosen to shift her perspective, to trick her mind or her ego long enough to get it done. Sometimes that's all it takes. You have a choice as to what thoughts you want to believe and focus on at any given moment. So go ahead and shift your perspective. Get those taxes done. Do those chores. Rid your body of pains and ailments. Manage your anxiety. Now, I'm not saying go off meds if you're taking any for any reasons just mentioned. All I'm saying is that you have the power to create whatever life you want, one decision or one perspective shift at a time. A little shift is all you need. And with that said, I leave you with one final thought to ponder. After listening to this episode, has your perspective been shifted? Love this episode? I'd love if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. When you do, you help me to reach more individuals just like you so that they too can gain helpful insights and ideas around creating a life full of prosperity. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Jen Stickney, using tools available at anchor.fm, your one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs.